0: Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Carry on, my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the terrifying Karen Rendazzo.
1: A zombie ghost orgy? That's it, I'm lighting everybody on fire.
0: And the horrific Chris Rendazzo. Witches, man. We here on this week's episode talk television. Uh, Karen, it was your pick this week. You chose Supernatural, Season 4, Episode 7. It's the great pumpkin, Sam Winchester. But before we get into
2: that, here's your weekly reminder. You can get in touch it, with- the cadence of the way you said that was like it's the great pumpkin Sam Winchester not like it's the great pumpkin comma Sam like, Winchester
1: Sam Winchester is a pumpkin
2: is a pumpkin yes and oh, that's always, how I read that it, that would have been a really good episode not that's- that this wasn't really good but I think I would have preferred to see that one here's your
0: weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekk.com you can tell us what we're doing right what we're doing wrong apparently reading titles for episodes just contact us let us know what you think. Um, before we dive into this episode, it this is the first recording for October for us, which means we are going full Halloween uh, for the next at least four recordings. It's all going to be Halloween scary themed stuff because we here at Geek Aid do 31 days of Halloween. You'll get tired of being scared. That's just how it's going to go. So... Karen, cool. yes, <laughs> um, I haven't watched season four of Supernatural in what feels like about ten years.
1: It's probably accurate. <laughs>
0: uh, I forgot how broody most of the characters are on
2: this show. <laughs> Yo, like I I've seen much of this show but I don't I remember Castiel being likable. <laughs> I rem- see, but like
0: when seeing this episode reminded me that Castiel was a douchebag, a complete and total douchebag which made me think what happened that made him the lovable character that we know him today. So, I feel another rewatch is going to happen for this show.
1: That ain't a bad thing.
0: Nope. Um so, what made you choose this? What made you choose this particular episode for your Halloween pick?
1: All right. Well, here's what happened. Uh, we did Halloween theme last year on the show too, mm-hmm. and I believe at the time. Oh, you know what? I don't think it was last year. I think it was two years ago because last year this time I was on maternity leave. Um. <laughs> so the last time we did this, because that was really important to p- point out. <laughs> Um,
0: We get it, Karen. You had a kid. Got it.
1: I continue to have two kids. (laughs) And that's the scariest thing of all.
2: (laughs) And really the most impressive thing of all, that we have not murdered either of our children.
1: Or they have not flung themselves to their death.
2: (laughs) That is true.
1: So, last time we did this, I got dragged a little for my pick which was the Freaks and Geeks Halloween episode which was not scary at all, it was more about trick or treating and whether or not you're too old to be a kid I and blah blah blah. That. Which was a great episode yes. and it highlighted a lot of what I love about Halloween, you know, the costumes and the candy and the fun. But Evan seem to insinuate that it wasn't really a Halloween episode because it wasn't scary, which is not generally my bag.
2: And he totally said it just like that, too. That was a spot-on impression. You know,
1: this is uh, is why I make the big bucks on the side doing Evan impressions.
2: (laughs) It's true. There's a big market for that.
1: So... This year, I decided to go with something a little more traditionally Halloween, a really good episode of Supernatural. Um, I mean, it's like every episode of this show is Halloween, but this one, they really did Halloween right.
0: Yes. Yes, they did. And uh, before we started recording, Chris and I started to have that conversation about, is it a true Halloween episode? Because Chris makes his pick. Next next week, not not the f- next week, the following two weeks, two weeks, and um my my I have to guess I have to decode that, meaning is it an episode of a show that revolves around Halloween, or is it the a, a show that took place during a Halloween time period that was just scary like or you know just different than the norm for that particular show? I prefer when, you know, when, what did I pick? I picked two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. That was my Halloween pick. And there was costumes and scaries and Ryan Reynolds. And so that was my question. Because my pick, which you definitively said convincingly that your pick would be better, even though I don't know your pick and you don't know my pick, mine is a true Halloween episode.
2: Mine is not a true Halloween mm, episode in the sen- in any of the definitions <laughs> that you gave, but I still think it is extremely appropriate. All
1: right. All right. Well, you guys, in the words of Liam Neeson, now is not the time for dick measuring. Okay. Evan, would you consider this Supernatural episode a true Halloween yes, episode? Yes, it takes,
0: it takes place during... It's the definition. Apparently, in the, the Supernatural world, like this... Is the reason we have Halloween. So, this is the truest <clears throat> definition of a Halloween episode.
2: It is the Halloweeniest Halloween episode <laughs> to have ever Halloweenied.
1: <laughs> uh, so, what you're saying is you win. I win. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yay! I won Halloween. <laughs>
2: We're just competing for second place. Uh, okay. Any chance that either of you know whether
0: any of the backstory of this episode is true?
1: I mean, not authoritatively, <laughs> but I feel like it is like Sounds that's
0: familiar. they do a really good job of making convincing lore all throughout this however many seasons, like every time they start telling a backstory, I'm like yeah i, I could I could believe that that people worshipped whomever this demagogue was that
2: murdered people, and then Candy. People <laughs> used to worship the darndest things.
1: <laughs> and <clears throat> although this is, you know, almost 10 years old, um, certainly in more recent times it would have been more important that they get things right because of the internet. True. <laughs> so uh, I think it's there's probably some truth, or at least <clears throat> that the legends like this really do exist not that the actual (laughs) demon himself oh wait no demons
0: no real no real demons (laughs) i don't buy that not for a second Uh, the it uh, seeing current supernatural and then jumping this far back is the, the this is the first season where castiel shows up right and as we stated complete and total douchebag i forgot that Sam had superpowers. Yes, for a short period of time. I, I sort of remember Dean being in hell. <laughs> so much shit happens in this show. Like I could probably watch it all over again and go, "Oh wow, this is great and new to me," because I don't remember any of this. So this is pre God showing up. Like they went. Oh yeah. Like. They, they, It's amazing how for such a it's a it used to be a simple monster of the week kind of show that they made very dramatic like they have continued with not really repeating storylines.
1: And at the same time. Not that the exact stories are the same, but there are thematic elements in this episode that make it such a classic supernatural thing. You know, there's your basic monster, the witches, Mm -hmm. there's um, Sam and Dean disagree about what to do about, you know, whatever there's, you know, there's the angels getting in the mix and trying to stop them. And then they find a way to do what they need to do without doing what the angels are telling them to do. And, all of this is very, oh, and, you know, <laughs> Sam being Sam and Dean being Dean.
0: Dean eating, checking out chicks. I mean, like, it's got every bit of a supernatural feel to it, no matter what season or what year it's taking place. It's it's impressive to see how the characters have actually changed from all right, it's season four, episode seven, to... I'm curious, how, what what season are we in now? Do you have any idea? Like thirteen 13? starts
1: next week, Holy shit. which I can only imagine what they're going to do with that, and the fact that it's you know season thirteen, right? Like, right, lucky unlucky number.
0: So, the the whole theory behind this episode is the lore, or what is it? The not the wives' tales, the the the, the stories that you used to hear about horrible things happening during Halloween like razor blades and candy and shit like that they start happening and I went to go watch this episode yesterday for the first time since you know I watched it when it was airing live and I was trying to eat and (laughs) what I was eating was a salad with some chicken and it was covered in French dressing and razor blades oh my god like every time (laughs) No, no razor blades. I I went for the razor blade-free dressing. Cutting down calories. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying.
1: See, I thought you were (laughs) going to say you went for the razor blades on the side.
0: (laughs) No, I had to cut those out completely. You see what I did there? Razor blades cutting Mm. out.
1: Get out of (laughs) here.
2: That was was exquisite, Evan.
0: Thank you, Chris. I appreciate your... (laughs)
2: I feel like you're being snide, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. There. I'm not. No, no I fully appreciate <laughs> it. I fully I, appreciate. Okay, thank you. I, I do not
1: get out. I get believe out of my your house.
2: sharp wit deserves all of the appreciation there is.
1: <laughs> Yay! Oh, you get out of my house too. It's cutting <laughs> I edge. do this humor, podcast honey. all by myself. <laughs> it's cutting edge. God humor. damn it! I'm leaving.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh my goodness. So I mean, it was a great episode. I enjoyed it immensely. They they do the... Every character is dealing with something. Every one of them. Like, there was not a single character that just had a good time in the episode. Even the little kid dressed as the, the, the astronaut... The astronaut.
1: ...had the a astronaut! shit day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope. We had some candy. It's gone now.
0: Uh, you know, the... the, the the kid with the bong, I thought that was impressively f- funny because, like, just the look on his face when he was trying to fit it in the kiln, like he tried, with it being four feet long, it's obvious that it's not going to
2: fit in there, but he, he still
1: put he forth still the effort.
0: tried. <laughs> still gave it that old high school try.
2: <laughs> and you know what? Good for him. Yeah, good for him.
0: It's it is it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's more of what you watch supernatural for it's it's the history it's it's where it came from and seeing the difference is actually like it's shocking how different castiel is
1: Did yeah i really liked revisiting like this is basically the beginning of their relationship this is this episode in particular is like the turning point for them starting to become friends <laughs> and work together
0: what's it's what's funny is um, in like the IMDB listings where you know they show like a, a, a still from the episode and then they give a, a definition the episode right before this one is my all time favorite supernatural episode it's one where Dean is very effeminate throughout the whole oh, thing yeah. and then the cat jumps out and he screams, <laughs> oh my god just thinking about that shit makes me laugh
1: a classic it's very gifable.
0: yes very very much so good pick Karen
1: thank you uh, I do I always enjoy like how annoyed they are by witches in particular <laughs> like they, they deal with all kinds of horrible creatures of all colors and stripes and that all do various bad things, but for some reason, it's the witches that really bother them. Like they're just fucking awful. <laughs> like
0: They're horrible. They're people. Like they're not. They're just not good. The whole this is this is like the 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 turning point for the story. First off, with Castiel, then bringing in that that additional character, which is like a direct line to the whole religion aspect that this show now swings heavily into mm-hmm. but it, it also shows and i don't recall this happening much that the i don't want to say the splitting but like there's like each of the each sam and dean continuously do things thinking that they're protecting the other one but sort of separating each other mm-hmm. like and that just that's like a, a continuous continually running theme in this show that they're always trying to protect each other but the other ones like don't do that kind of thing yeah
1: by by doing what the other one what the one they're trying to protect wouldn't want them to do exactly like that's how you be a winchester <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's how you
2: be a tv character
1: <laughs> true um i th- i also really enjoyed the uh the pair of witches. Specifically, the guy, the teacher. I thought he was really well cast, and I, like he turned really well when he turned into the demon. Don,
2: I really enjoyed that because I kind of didn't see, I didn't see some of that coming. Like, I, I, I saw like the woman at first, the little girl at first, and that they were a- a- expecting her to be the witch. And then I was like, oh, it's, like, shape-shifty. I bet the astronaut's the witch. (laughs) And uh, I was wrong about that. And then I met the teacher, and I was like, oh, I bet the teacher's the witch. And then that turned out the teacher was the witch, and was torturing the girl. I was like, ah, well, I guess that was kind of predictable. But then the girl was the witch, too. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I did not see that coming. Well done, show.
1: (laughs) See? And that's what makes Supernatural great, because, like, you never see it coming.
0: Not for nothing when... Don gets possessed and he snaps that girl's neck. One of the Mm -hmm. best neck snappings I've seen on television. Like it was (laughs) really convincing. I got (laughs) that was yeah that
2: was grade A neck snappery, no question about
0: it. I watched. I've seen a lot of.
2: I've seen a lot of neck snappings in my day, but the the the
0: interactions between Sam and Dean are great. Like when they you know Sam covers their face. In blood. Mm-hmm. And he's, I, <laughs> took you a took a shot? <laughs> like that was funny.
1: It's And that's the thing <laughs> the show does well, is that like they deal with a lot of deep dark shit and they throw in a lot of humor to counterbalance it.
0: Right. Absolutely. The 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 little the little nuances of the show like Dean eating too much candy. Like that's That's what makes this show
1: tolerable, like palatable. It's it's exactly what Dean would do on this holiday. (laughs) And also Sam, like, hating Halloween makes perfect sense for that character as well.
0: (laughs) This show is, is so much fun. And it totally, totally reinforces my opinion that neither Jared Padalecki nor Jensen Eccles age at all. Ever, ever, no. There is a portrait of both of them in someone's attic, just aging gracefully.
2: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I can't. It's really, I get it's in trouble shocking. If I go on on that topic, no, you
2: know, <laughs> Dean, Dean from Gilmore Girls, totally ages. All right, look okay. back at Dean well, and Gilmore Girls. Stay like, oh, he was such a child. In
0: Supernatural.
2: Okay? Well, yeah, sure, <laughs> but. I'll, I'll I'll give you that, but no man. He he was a, he looked like a, 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 a such a little kid in a uh, Gilmore Girls. He <laughs> still
0: looks like a kid. It's been twelve years. Just maybe one gray hair. One. Nope. Anywho, like I said, Karen, great pick. It was a lot of fun Thank to you. revisit. Like, and now I'm just gonna have to start all over again because. I'm, no shit, I totally forgot. I've seen all of these episodes. Totally forgot. Every nuance, like every story beat that I was supposed to remember, totally gone. So it's going to be like watching a whole new show again.
1: I'm a little jealous of you. Because yeah. I didn't get on board of Supernatural till way late, like season 11, I want to say. Really? And, yeah. And so I... Binge. Uh, you power
0: watched all within like the past, what'd you
2: say, Two thousand For a couple yeah, months. Literally.
1: I was just all supernatural all the time.
2: <laughs> That's true. I remember it.
1: Shout out to my girl Lexi for turning me on to this like why in the hell <laughs> I thought I wouldn't watch this, like this show when it's got so much X-Files DNA in, oh, yeah. in it plus two what? easy on the eyes leads
0: <laughs> that's very like, true like
1: why the hell did i not watch this
0: and in and like in, in in essence this is a procedural show
1: that's but, also true and i really like those so. and
0: it just just deals with the fantastical i mean it's you you could turn on any episode and none of it will be surprising but it will all be entertaining like Yes, I have. They done an animated episode. I'm sure they have. I feel if not, they're doing one soon. I,
1: they are. In they are the, the Scooby Doo things
0: happening soon. So like that might be a little jarring, but it, I guarantee you, it's still going to be the same exact thing.
1: They did a musical. Like they've done everything. They and did. They do great.
0: puppets though.
1: No, they've not done. puppets.
0: Angels got that. Angels got puppets.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> all right, Chris. Do you have anything to add? Uh, I mean not really. I mean every time I've every time I see this show I'm reminded that it's 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 a pretty darn cool show. Um I liked this episode. Uh I was thrown aback by how different Castile was, but I could kind of see the the basics of it. Mm-hmm. Whoever Castile's friend is is like a hundred percent dick. Whereas <laughs> Castile was just like you know, that little bit at the end where he was kind of explaining himself mm-hmm. a little bit where he's like, I'm not what you think I am. That was that was kinda cool. And, I was a little weirded out by um, uh, Sam's, right? Sam is Dean from Gilmore Girls. Yes. Yes. Dean is not from Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Correct. Sam's superpowers kind of weirded me out. I'm curious how those go away, but uh, I'm glad they do. And, like, at the end there, when he was using the superpowers and his brother's sitting down there on the other end, like... I, I, f- I figure at that point it's pretty well understood like this is why he's using his superpowers because it's either that or die. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of weirded out how like, well, how come he didn't go over there and just like shoot him in the back of the head while he was distracted with Dean using his superpowers and bleeding out of his freaking nose. Like just go over there and cold clock this motherfucker to take care of business. But you know, TV is TV. TV. <laughs> I, I, I understand that.
1: Oh, the reason that he couldn't just shoot the, uh, the demon is that he's a demon and so bullets wouldn't work. They have a special knife mm-hmm. that would work, but Sam had it and then it got knocked away in the fight. So
2: Yeah, I guess you didn't see the knife. I figure it was just like laying on the ground near there cuz they were fighting in a small room, mm-hmm. but again, TV, I TV. totally excuse it. I had a good time. I was I was very happy to watch it. You could see the the beginnings of all of the the things that that
0: continue on throughout the show like 85 to 90 percent of all angels are douchebags um the 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 supernatural weapons like now they just got it's the knife has always been a constant in this thing the knife that kills demons but they just made it fancier looking and now they call i think what an angel blade and like it's it's more of the same but the same is so good
2: (laughs) yeah i mean as long as it works Yes.
1: Chocolate ice cream is good, you know?
2: <laughs> More chocolate ice cream is even keep, better.
1: Just keep feeding me chocolate ice cream. I'm good. I mean that. Seriously, Jensen Ackles, if you're out there and you want to come over here and feed me chocolate uh, so ice you're cream. On
0: the you're on the Ackles train, huh?
1: I am, man. Uh. I, think it's, I think it's too much of uh, having seen Jared Padalecki as Dean on Gilmore Girls. Really? I was not a Dean girl. Oh. So now i'm not uh, i i like sam <laughs> i appreciate sam but it's dean all the way
0: well there you have it folks dean all the way
1: and chris knows this
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: sounds lovely all right let's take a quick break we got to catch up on some news it's been a couple of weeks so uh when we get back we'll we'll talk we'll, we'll get all caught up stay tuned It's October and 31 Days of Halloween has taken over GeekAid. First, if you're a geek of a certain age like we are, you probably remember reading scary stories to tell in the dark as a kid. Contributors from all across GeekAid have come together to recreate those scarific stories in audio form. Look for the posts containing the gruesome artwork from the original printing of the book every day throughout the month of
2: October. The author of our horror movie review series, The Macabre Movie Mausoleum, is kicking it into high gear for the scariest month of the year. Alex Azar, or Dr. Azar Rising, will be reviewing every episode of the classic horror TV series, Tales from the Crypt. Catch up with the Crypt Keeper in Rising from the Crypt, The Man Who Was Death. New installments post every Sunday in October and will continue monthly after Geekade's 31 Days of
1: Halloween. The guys from our gaming podcast are getting in on the Halloween action. Dave and Jagis get their pirate and dinosaur costumes on to look at some new magic sets, including Ixalon and Iconic Masters. Then they look into their crystal balls to try to see the murky future of Magic's online platform, Magic the Gathering Arena. After that, they move on to Dungeons and Dragons sharing their scariest stories from campaigns past. They round out the show with a review of Hero Realms, a unique and fast-paced take on deck-building games. Hear all this and more in You Shall Not Pass Go, Episode 20, Fear and Frights in the Forgotten Realms.
2: You can catch all this great stuff plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com.
0: And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Hopefully soon we'll get another uh, 60-second summary. Um, Okay, so we missed last week's episode of this week's episode because of reasons. I can't even remember what was happening. But we're going to catch up on some of the news from then and some more recent
2: stuff. Uh, I think I was sick. Oh, that's right. You were sick. It wasn't me this time. Well, you were working. Yes, so it was totally your fault. It was my fault.
1: I was totally on board. Don't blame me.
0: <laughs> so two weeks ago, the 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 new trailer for Punisher came out, the Netflix Punisher series, and not for nothing, looked pretty good to me. Uh, yeah. Like, I I it's not doesn't seem to be like missing any beats. Like it's it seems right. So I have very high hopes for it.
2: Because it's a great character. There does seem to be a, sh- a shocking lack of people telling me that they're the Immortal Iron Fist,
1: <laughs> which I'm so okay with.
0: And we already know he has to do this on his own, so they're not going to say it. It's going to be fine. It's I don't know what the hell happened with Iron Fist, man. Like that, they just just missed it. It's a shame. Um, I'm part of a. Uh, Shockingly, I am a part of a like a chat group in on Facebook for Moon Knight, which is, you know, my favorite character. But there I'm no lie. It must have been like 4000 comment thread of him possibly showing up in the Punisher
2: show and (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: the punisher show
2: (laughs) frank would have so little tolerance for him right the immortal iron fist okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's any the show looks good it looks like netflix is has picked up their game once again and given us the the quality of show that we expect
2: from them Yes. Give us the quality of murderous rampages that we deserve.
1: <laughs> uh, so several fire emojis for that trailer.
0: <laughs> Karen, I'm kind of surprised you posted this one. I figured <clears throat> only because I beat Chris to it. <laughs> is that is that the case? Okay. So, <clears throat> Chris, you Hi. you are a fan of the
2: law and the order, correct? I am in fact a fan of the law and the order. Okay. So. I am in season nine of my rewatch right now, <laughs> of twenty. Season nine of 20, 20? folks. That's right. I'm. I'm. I actually, no. I'm ready to start ten. I finished off nine today, and I didn't have any more episodes with me, so I have to upload episode ten like tonight so that I can you watch should, it. Tomorrow. We should get you one of them dead portable drives. <laughs> Well, I can't bring it to, I, mean, I I shouldn't just bring that to work. I just, I upload a season at a time, and really all I have to do is be like, all right, well, I have five episodes left. I'll probably get through that today, and I usually just forget. Uh, and then you, I wind you do up just watching something else. You
0: just listen to them, right?
2: Yeah, okay. no, I mean, every now and then I'll, you know, turn my head to watch for something, like, super interesting. Like, for example, uh, on the one I was watching earlier today, uh, as soon as this character opened up his mouth and was like, "Hey, it's Joel from Parenthood," and sure enough, there was Joel from Parenthood, all like young and whatnot, and I was like, oh, look at this guy! He looks exactly the same. He 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 he, he has aged extraordinarily well. Good good for him." Um, but yeah, most of the time I'm just listening because it's one of those shows I don't need to watch because I've. I have I can I can definitely say for sure I have not seen all of them because I've run into in season nine I think I've run into two episodes I had not seen before really
0: but that's very surprising um, to me.
2: Well, one of them was um, the uh, 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 what's it, um, uh homicide crossover, and they don't usually play those on reruns because they're only playing the Law uh, and Order part of it. So you would gotcha. be missing part of a, a two-parter thing, gotcha. which they're pretty neat. Um, but I, uh, I have seen the majority, the the bulk of them. There's no getting around that. So, so Sam Watterson showing
0: up in season 19 of SVU
2: is a thing for you. I mean, yeah, kind of. I mean, I, I love Sam Waterston. I love DA Jack McCoy. I I love that character. And uh, <laughs> I love the so- fact that you call him DA Jack McCoy, and you, the way you say it the emphasis that you put on it. Continue. <laughs> yeah I, I that that is a a source of interestingness to me. I'll, I'll watch uh, him on SVU, but it's like it, it just makes me sad because there was there was so much interesting stuff going on in Law and Order when it got canceled, right? Particularly with um particularly like with Jack McCoy, like he was in this position where um he had become the district attorney and not just an ADA and he was basically turning into uh Adam Schiff who was the DA back when Jack McCoy started and it was really cool to see that throwback because there had been uh, Diane Diane Weest and uh Fred Thompson between um oh god why can't i remember Rich, uh Stephen Hill
1: mm-hmm.
2: um and between Stephen Hill and Jack McCoy taking the job and uh i, I it was cool the show was in a really good place when it when it got canned so the fact that jack mccoy is still like a character that can be referenced makes me extremely happy yeah I, and my backup show amusingly enough like when i run out of law and order my backup show is a uh, newsroom which also has sam waterston yes <laughs> just as a very different character you hmm. can theme. never be
1: without sam sam waterston
2: so
0: he is showing up in season 19 of svu um, apparently this has happened before. He showed up a couple of times, um, back in season 11 and season 16. So
2: if you're a law and order fan, like Chris, you may want to check that out. Uh, yeah. Cause I haven't I have not given a, a single crap about SVU for a long time. And Craig not even on the show anymore. And isn't, is it, is, it, is is it by hearing right that Olivia is now in charge of the I whole, I think so. Because I know on Extra Hot Great they talk about that show from time to time, and that one person hates Mariska Hargitay on that show, right? Yes. Because I also never cared for Mariska Hargitay on SVU. I loved Christopher Maloney, but he's not on the show anymore. So I kind of ran out of reasons to watch it because like Munch isn't on it anymore. I think is Ice T still around?
1: Ice T is still around. <laughs>
2: Good for that guy. Oh man, another funny piece of Law and Order. I went I went through and watched during my rewatch I watched the um the Law and Order movie. The TV movie they did about Chris Noth. They had it up on YouTube and all these different parts. And it was before Ice T got his role on SVU, mm-hmm. and Ice T played a pimp, and it was fantastic. <laughs> he had he had the outfit and everything. Dude was basically wearing a cape. It was awesome,
1: <laughs>
2: and then he got murdered. <laughs>
0: oh.
2: All right, so check Which that is out. How any good
1: uh, law and order anecdote ends, and then he got murdered. <laughs>
2: It's like listening to me geek out about things like superheroes, video games, comic books, uh, <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs>
0: yeah, fits right in there. Um, okay, this next one, I feel that this has been debunked since we uh, we commented on this, um, or it, we you posted it in our, our on our thread. Apparently. There were rumors that Inhumans has already been canceled.
2: Before has that been debunked? I think th- I I don't know if it's yeah I, I got nothing on this if one. I I had heard that they were they were just like well the language is uh, is what it is. Okay, so we heard from Disney rep who
0: clarifies that the poster copy is not new and is in the same verbiage. If you News about the campaign. This makes sense. This you know, it's an eight episode miniseries. series. Okay, so it's a mini series. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) no, the the reason everybody (coughs) thought that it was being canceled is because on the poster, it said like the the
2: complete series, complete
1: series premieres because
2: they've been talking about this like, no, it's a TV series. It's TV series. And now it's like, no, no, it's a it's a mini series. It was only ever supposed to be. This and maybe it'll become a no. Nah, that's 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 horse malarkey. I'm sure they wanted this to be a big, hairy, ongoing thing, and then they realized that it's not. It looks it like sucks. garbage. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it, but it looks like it looks cheap. I like they I saw one trailer, or I don't even want to call it a
0: trailer, but like they shaved Medusa's head.
2: Well, I mean, apparently that happens in the the comic. Not that they're in basing the first of. season of the show. Oh well, of course. <laughs> I mean, like, they're they're gonna pick like uh, something that has some sort of comic. Uh, it's like, remember that old Captain America movie, the really really crappy old Captain America movie where they had Red Skull in it yeah. and they gave him plastic surgery like fifteen minutes into the movie, so he just looked like a regular dude. No, this is, this is like that. You don't remember do. that? Of course, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is totally that. Like, this this show is a this show is a complete debacle from day 1. And I'm really curious to watch yeah, it. It's but like- I don't know if I'm curious enough to spend the time to do oh, it. Oh
0: no, this is going to be like car crash television. I'm going to watch the shit out of this just to see what happens.
2: Like I really want to, but then I'm watching that instead of uh like Karen and I are watching Rick and Morty which we're loving. I am on my own watching uh BoJack Horseman which is fantastic. There you go. Uh I do i take time away from them i it's
1: to hate watch something to
2: hate watching humans oh listen you got to hate watch
0: something every once in a while it's a completely different telev- television watching experience to hate watch
2: something and like i'm going to hate watch this show anyway because like th- this agent carter gets canceled and this is on tv <laughs> screw you <laughs>
0: All right, moving on. Um, I thought this was a pretty cool article. The Treehouse of Horrors, shockingly enough, coming back. We're gonna get another one. Uh, this time around, they're bringing in uh, <clears throat> Neil Gaiman to voice a character. In a, apparently, they're doing a Caroline story, and which yeah. is his story, and like he's voicing the cat. I think that's a good idea. I like that play. Anything?
1: Yeah, generally, I think that Neil Gaiman will not involve himself in a project unless there's a good reason. Right. So, I think this will be cool.
0: Yeah, I concur with that. So it's I. I don't know if I'll watch it because I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time.
1: But mm-hmm. maybe maybe I'll just I'm ch- with
0: you there. I may just check out the, you know. What is it? The the treehouse of horrors episode. Oi. So you 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 commented that you you doing a a a watch through the two of you, of, of some Rick and Morty. Apparently,
2: yeah.
0: Apparently there was some there was a, there was a hullabaloo. Uh, on the interwebs shockingly
2: oh yeah with this season and female writers and this season not being good and i mean i've only seen one episode this season which is the pickle rick one which is what made me want to go back and watch the whole series right for reals (laughs) i don't get it I, i know a handful of people who are like huge fans of rick and morty and uh, those people are just thrilled with this season, and I tend to agree with them. I, I don't think there's... I, I, it's dumb. People are dumb. People are dumb, sir. Um, Dan Harmon?
0: Harman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah you guys say something? No, go ahead. Okay. Dan Harmon apparently took... It, it, he, he's, like, taking a break from Twitter, and he did an interview where he just verbally destroys the trolls like it is surprising how like how much i don't know vitriol you feel in these words like he is pissed and rightfully well, so yeah i
2: would be too yeah
0: and it's nice to see that he is defending the people that he's supposed to be defending and putting down those that he should be because there's absolutely no reason for the bullshit like that that is going on knocking a writer because of gender makes absolutely no sense because especially in television there's not just one writer it's a it's a it's a cumulative well if you're a
2: knuckle-dragging mouth breather who thinks women can't do things (laughs) then sure it makes all the sense to be like oh this is awful because a woman did it and,
0: and it's not but it's not theory. bad like that's the problem <laughs> if, like it's you know making what, I,
2: people re-watch <laughs> the show or watch it for the first time from the beginning and you know what if I got to that season I wouldn't have noticed that the writers were different probably because that's just not the way I usually don't look at things like that <sighs> You, I, I don't, I don't understand it I probably
0: never will but In this article, it is impressive how he relays his thoughts about the idiots that feel it necessary to voice their stupid, stupid opinions.
1: It's infuriating to me that this type of thing where women are actually encouraged and recruited and brought in to be a part of the creative process, when that type of environment is hard to find Mm -hmm. in this industry. So where someone is actively working to change that and then people coming out and criticizing that effort is infuriating to me. And this reaction makes me want to spend money on every Dan Harmon product ever made (laughs) Um, because he's, What's what strikes me as singular about it is that he is not afraid to lose those fans and potentially lose the money from those fans. It's you know he's standing up for the right, yeah. <clears throat> the right side of history, for lack of a better way to say it. And that's not something you see all the time. That's why we have this problem is because there's too many people <clears throat> from a non-oppressed group not willing to stand up for the oppressed group, in this case, women. Um, and so, yay, Dan Harmon. Thank you. Also, I really like Rick and Morty. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> And most of the people I know who watch it and encourage me to watch it are women. So That's I don't know what that tells you, but... Wubba-lubba-dub-dub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wubba-lubba-dub-dub, dub. <laughs> Wubba, dub, dub, indeed. Um, all right, next. We, we So we got some more information on the major crossover for the Arrowverse. Um, they're doing Crisis on Earth X, which I'm sure is going to have some sort of tie in or you know loosely tied into the infinite earths stuff from the comics um r- cool uh theoretically it's yeah i
1: guess this <clears throat> i was going to ask you guys i guess this is a real um comics thing cuz i don't know the source material
0: sort of um crisis is always crisis is dc's thing it's a crisis on infinite earth but, but it's always crisis it's a crisis and they're taking an interesting spin on it um but it's it's not far from the the source material if you will um what what i like best about this article is the fact that they they commissioned the wb commissioned um
2: it's always going to be the wb to you, always always
0: <laughs> now it's a thing because uh, it actually says CW right on my screen. Um, they commissioned Phil Jimenez to do a art piece for, you know, like a, a poster or whatnot for this storyline. And it is reminiscent of, like, it is picture perfect of the way DC Comics used to be. It is, it's it's showing all of the characters that are going to be partaking in this, this event. It's a, It's... <laughs> I like the fact that they said, this is where we're getting it from. This is our roots. Show us this again. And it's not, it's for people like myself who have a history in this universe, it's nice to see that they're paying attention to us as well as trying to get everybody else on board. Like that's, that's the the image that's in this article is like 80s, late 80s kind of stuff. They don't do that anymore. And it's it's really cool that that this is gonna be part of their promotional stuff. Um it's more crossover goodness. So I but ooh, what I did want to comment is they're they're um <clears throat> truncating it, I guess, because it's gonna happen over two nights, but with all four mm-hmm. shows. So they're they're changing one Release date for this crossover, so you're not going, you know, four days or however. I don't even watch it live now, so it doesn't really matter to me. But it's they're 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 making it so you don't have to wait as long, which is makes sense. Get it, get a, a watcher also for this like, evening.
1: I think the um, premise for them bringing all the superheroes together to the same place. is is a sound one because, you know, there's only so many like, oh, the aliens are attacking. Let's go get all our friends from where, you know, different cities and different dimensions and whatnot. But like this in this case, they're all coming together for an an entirely independent reason and then the villains attack. And I I like that. I like
0: that too. I like that a lot. Um, Unfortunately, there is kind of a spoilerific thing on it. You know, so I'm guessing everything works out. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: I mean, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah,
0: of course. But I thought maybe they would drag it out just a little bit longer. But um, was there a date? Did they? November? Yeah, the
1: poster says November 27th,
0: 28th. 27th, to 28th. Monday and Tuesday. So check that out on the CW <sighs>
1: Not the WB, unless you time travel.
0: Um, I felt like we talked about this before, but the Gilmore Girls creators
2: have signed a deal with Amazon. I think last we spoke about it, they were still shopping it.
0: Okay, so, uh, Marvelous Miss Mazzy?
2: Mazel? Mazel. Mazel? Rolls right off the tongue.
0: Uh... That Amy Sherman Palladino and Daniel Palladino are taking their story over to Amazon, so they're doing a, 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 a in-house deal where they're just gonna do that. It makes sense, I guess. That's they got the right amount I, because the, she had a didn't she have a deal with Netflix for a while?
1: She did, and, it, <clears throat> and the Netflix. Gilmore Girls revival was part of that and what people are saying now is that this will put a nail in the coffin of any more Gilmore Girls which is fine with me.
0: Well she only signed I think she signed for a one greater development of the new post. I feel like they. she signed a one and he signed a multi year why do I feel like I read that? I make that up. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. No, nope. Multiple year overall deal. So, yeah. Good for them.
1: Yeah, so they're going to be at Amazon for a while. And I can't see. I, I can only see the relevance of Gilmore Girls dissipating. More in that time, so yeah,
0: Amazon's going all out and, and spending a lot of money on creators for their 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 original content, which is it's a good sign because 'cause they're trying now all we need to do is get that shit on apple t v and I'll be able to watch it
1: seriously, <laughs> amazon god damn it
0: i i I still don't understand what's the hold up um all right, now this next article bothered me. And I don't I and it's not for the reasons most people would think that this article bothers me. Party of 5 is getting a TV reboot and apparently it has a an immigration twist. Now, what bothers me most about that art, that title is Party of 5 is getting a TV reboot. I don't I don't I don't I don't need to see that. I'm good. And then I proceeded. Yeah. um,
1: This is for who?
0: Yeah. I proceeded to read the rest of this article and realized how many revivals or reimaginings are happening. Apparently, there's not an original idea left. We're just done. True Lies, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Getting a reboot of the Jetsons.
2: You know well, what? I, uh, I'd complain about this more, but you know, Faltron's great, man. <laughs> uh,
1: here's so, my question. Sometimes okay, here, you can do
2: a, an interesting take on an idea, uh, and like, like this one, I get because this show is so far removed from like public perception. Party of Five, like it, it's not talked about much anymore. So it's basically a new show without them having to come up with a new pre- premise. So like, yeah, it's. It's cheap AF, and who knows? Maybe it'll just, maybe it'll d- make money for him again.
1: But that's what I don't understand. If it's so far removed from the original Party of Five, like how why how is it a reboot?
0: It is very much removed from the original concept of Party of Five, except for that there's five of them.
1: That there's five of them, exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, like, are the parents still dead? Is that
1: they I- said in the article that the fate of the parents is not being revealed yet. Well then, what the shit? Exactly, <laughs> like
0: it's it's a it's a story of five a uh, uh, first generation. I'm assuming it's five. I just now that I'm reading it, I don't think it actually says that it's five Latinos, but it's a first generation Latino family who have immigrated to the U S. and are living through the highs and lows as they learn to make it in a new country.
1: And that show. I'm interested in like uh, good for you. Please make that show. I want to see that story. Just don't call it Party of Five.
2: Yeah, what the hell? Party of Five is about a bunch of orphan kids. Yes, with a baby what now. When I, which I never understood. How did they get to keep the baby? Well, I think uh, Matthew Fox was old enough. Was he? All right, I think so. Uh, I, it, it's a
0: thing. Is it? Is it officially happening? <laughs>
2: I don't know. They've been talking about that short circuit re- reboot movie for like 30 see, years now. now that so.
1: Early stages. No network is attached yet.
0: That's, so we'll see if it happens or not. But just keep in mind that they're, they're regurgitating a lot of old stuff. Um, I posted this next one because I, I got... This tickled me. I want to see this happen. Um, apparently, there's another podcast out there and it's an interview podcast there is yeah <laughs> yes hold on it's an interview-based we podcast and uh the specific episode that i'm talking about was uh lex luther interviewing clark kent from the smallville era and within that run they were chatting about how a lot of the cast from smallville have changed their mind about embracing who they? Their you know their their past. Now, Tom Welling has infamous, infamously been known to not do the con circuit, and he's not a big you know he's he's a quiet reserved guy. But now he just got um, cast on Lucifer, so. He is back in in this world. He's he he was behind the camera for a while and now he's getting back in front. Um he in an interview said somewhere that he wants to show up in the arrow oh actually specifically on the flash as Clark Kent. I would be so happy with that happening.
1: But how can they do that. I, I mean, I guess they can because you know they have infinite whatevers. But
2: that's it. It's that would be the only way to do it. That would be his his Earth's Clark Kent. I'd get that
1: right. And that's why and he, he says that, the flash. But since they have stats Clark Kent on Supergirl, and Supergirl is the same universe. I don't know, it bo- I know it's a different universe. Yeah, it's a it's different, a different multiverse.
2: Yeah, and sometimes people are different in those things
1: I understand that <laughs> logistically by the show's rules it can make sense I'm saying I don't like it like uh, we already have a Clark Kent
0: no we have a Superman
1: show verse
0: like we have a Supergirl Superman and that's fine
1: that, no but he was Clark
0: yeah too. no but like that's that's that universe I'm okay with that and they could show up multiple whatever I'm trying to think of
2: they. They've done it before, haven't they? Where somebody was like completely different.
0: Barry's father. Yes. He was a flash.
1: I'm not saying it breaks the rules of the Arrowverse. You just don't like it. I'm just saying I don't like
0: (laughs) it. (laughs) All right. Well, you and I are.
1: But that could have a lot to do with the fact that I was never a Smallville person, so I have no Uh, emotional attachment to this. Yeah,
0: I'm a Smallville person. I love that show. So. It's a possibility, you know. He's up for it, and that would be just like a nice little,
1: just a little little
0: tidbit for us fans that have been sticking with the CW since it's been the CW.
1: Sorry, <laughs> which apparently happened last week, <laughs> according to Evan.
0: Um, I didn't. I thought this was. I guess maybe my the 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 my TV watching universe and and reality universe just sort of melded, because I thought this next article was already a thing, but apparently I was very wrong. Um, Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie are engaged.
2: Yeah, like, they were together. I don't think... I think the engagement's just new.
0: I No, I, I mean, I like, I really thought, like, it was a... Like, in this article, they're explaining that, yeah, they were quiet. They didn't really talk about their relationship. I thought, like, it was a big deal. But maybe that's just because i watched game of thrones and they were a big deal there so congratulations to them
1: um it's so cute i don't know if it's in here or you know i followed this story and like saw a bunch of different articles about it because i'm a huge dork um i don't know if there's an actual (laughs) picture of it but they announced it in the london times oh yeah that was in the regular wedding announcement section yeah that was in and it's just so you know like you know so and so's Parents are, you know, pleased to announce the engagement to their daughter. Uh, it was just so sweet.
0: They're, they're eh. the the yeah the the middle child of yeah. <clears throat> it's cute, and they make a cute couple. Good for them. Um, I get this is also another thing I thought we discussed, maybe not. Did we talk about Hocus Pocus becoming a, 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 a TV movie? Don't think so. All right, so. I don't know. Maybe I just saw it online somewhere. But uh, apparently Disney is, is contemplating or making Hocus Pocus again as a TV movie.
1: Well, why wouldn't
0: they? I mean, it was...
1: Because it, there are a whole <laughs> lot of nerds out there who will be really mad about this.
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I, I, it seems it is a
2: <laughs> cult hit. So yeah, it smells pretty safe bet to me. Like, yeah, there's gonna be people out there who like. I mean, there's there's definitely folks out there who I, I, I believe this movie is their religion. <laughs> it's like the, this this movie is the definition of their very lives. But um, I mean, there's also a whole fresh market of people out there to make making brand new hocus pocus movie out of and then have them be like oh my god this is the best thing ever and then i mean i don't know hocus pocus was
0: kind of like lightning in a bottle it 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 was a very unique I'm saying, idea
1: right and those particular performances are memorable right. that chemistry of that cast
0: right so i'm still give it a try let's see what happens i I'm of. I don't care, either way. I was not a big <laughs> hocus pocus person.
2: Yeah, same here. I, I, I don't even know if I've ever watched the whole thing. I've, I've, I've seen it in some way before, but I, yeah, I got no real connection to it.
0: Mm. All right, now, <laughs> re- I, I couldn't even read the entirety of this next article.
1: Yeah, it was not meant for entire consumption i suppose
0: i mean like i mean not it was it's long it's a longer article but like the uncomfortability of it the why the fuck is this happening how is this still a thing like uh, uh, megan kelly today is going apparently horribly horribly wrong Yay! (laughs) and this is this a surprise to anyone
1: how can it have gone anything
2: but horribly awry
1: I th- but I think it's a surprise to NBC. Yeah. I really do.
2: <laughs> so, if you want to read some, uh, some
0: shockingly uncomfortable moments, check out this article. She, I, she's not meant to be in public,
1: <laughs> let alone on TV. Like
0: <laughs> it's not. Like there's a little video in the article of her not even knowing how to do air quotes
1: yeah and the the part that killed me was her being like um people have asked me if i'm gonna get political and i'm just not gonna do it i mean we're gonna have to talk about politics but it's not gonna be a politics focused show because politics are over i'm so over politics oh really are you, Didn't she have skinny, on? rich, white lady? Are you over politics? Because the rest of us are having our lives fucked up by them on a daily basis. <laughs> so maybe you and your being over politics should go fuck yourself.
0: Well, it seems like we politics just is more be.
2: <laughs> poli- politics is over her is, I believe, the more accurate description of what's going on. It there.
0: seems like everybody is over her. So... <laughs> Only a matter of time, I, just, I guess.
1: You know what I really want to do is go find Tamron Hall, who was the anchor of the show that was replaced by this Megyn Kelly bullshit. I'm going to go find Tamron, and I'm going to drink pamosas with her and hate-watch this bullshit together, <laughs> and just laugh and laugh.
0: So, I, I did like I said, I didn't make it to the end of this article, but <clears throat> I just scrolled all the way down, and it says, Correction. Kelly did read the line, "Let's fight all cancers and make universal health care a reality," from Julia Louis dreyfus announcement that she had breast cancer. So, <clears throat> she, she, like, it's it's it it's beyond me how all right. There's like at least three instances in this article where she is ju- like, she's not part of reality. Like, she's constantly sticking her foot in her mouth or saying things that
2: people shouldn't, like, like that normal thinking people just wouldn't say. I mean, she's been a fox stooge forever, and now she's not. So what, what does anyone actually expect out of this woman?
1: That correction makes this a little bit better. In my opinion, because what happened is BuzzFeed said that she didn't say part of Julia Lou Dreyfus's statement that she did actually stay. I, and that was so th- clearly someone approached BuzzFeed and was like, there is an in- inaccuracy in your article. And BuzzFeed had to, you know, research it and go back and correct the article. But that means everything else <laughs> in this article is right. No one could argue with. It <laughs> all actually happened.:
0: Oh my God, this is the reality we live in. Um, all right, let's go on to some better news. Let's go into some happier news.. I don't think I've ever had Szechuan sauce, but with the uproar that has been, I don't know what, past six months or so,
2: maybe. Ever since the start of the new season of Rick and Morty. And that was in and, April. And that's the thing. I, I don't, I haven't watched that yet, so I don't know what this joke is. Uh-oh. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope it hasn't been ruined. Well, apparently,
0: McDonald's is officially bringing Sessuan sauce back directly because of Rick and Morty. Um, they're issuing it. Uh, for a limited time, to- or no, it's for one it's day, one day only, right? Limited supply. Okay, like that's amazing to me <laughs> that this little cartoon made McDonald's say, "Yeah, sure, we'll revisit that."
1: <laughs> that's great. I just don't know, man. Like, I just don't know.
0: <laughs> so, um. If you're curious, in our show notes there'll be this article and at the, the bottom of the article is a link for the informational page about the McDonald's event where you can find out which restaurants are participate excuse me where you can However, find out which McDonald's are participating. I refuse to call McDonald's a restaurant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Assuming you're interested in this, you probably are already camped out outside of a participating <laughs> McDonald's.
0: True. Solid point.
1: But Those of us who are maybe not interested in it know you can follow that link to find out what McDonald's you should avoid.
0: (laughs) Oh, there you go. Um, Karen, I saw this article and I directly posted it for you. I hope you read it. You
1: did. And I am so thank you because I so thank you (laughs) Um, because I did not know this. I think it's fucking great.
0: So more good news from Good Omens. Um, John Hamm is to play Archangel Gabriel. Now, apparently, I I I I didn't. I don't have a a background with this book, and I want to. Um, but he, uh, Archangel Gabriel has a small part in the book, and apparently, like Neil said, like when they were done, they we're like, we got we got to make these angels a bigger thing. So when he got the opportunity to write the TV adaptation, he's incorporating more angels or more Archangel Gabriel. And I don't know what is the the, the he's Archangel Gabriel is the antithesis of
1: Aziraphale. Aziraphale.
0: I didn't know how to say that. I couldn't even read it. Um and he's like, he's handsome, he's charming, he's, and like as you're reading that, you're like, yeah, that's John Ham, that's that's the perfect description of John Ham. He is handsome. Yes. He and is. as
1: if I couldn't love John Ham more. In this article, there's a statement from him saying that he was a fan of this book. Uh, he said, "I thought it was one of the funniest, coolest books I'd ever read." Like, well, that's what I think too. <laughs> Uh, so call me John Hamm. (laughs) Let's talk about books.
0: So uh, I'm glad I got to bring that to your attention, Karen. (laughs) I was, I for sure thought you had seen that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I missed that. Probably because I have a sick kid. If I, if not, I probably would have been all over this.
0: Gotcha. Um, And finally, Karen, you posted this one, and the song has been playing in my head ever since I watched it for, like, the four and a half seconds before the show. Uh, We're going to post a link to a little video of the DuckTales opening theme song acted out by actual ducks. It's quite adorable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, this is not... Oh, remotely news. This
0: is no in no way, shape, or form news at all. But it is something you but should But it's be
1: been <laughs> a shitty week. So um have some cute ducks.
0: <laughs> cute ducks and a great theme song. So that's it. I like I'm glad that we ended on that note. Um so Chris, it's your turn news. to give it's us my
2: turn. To give us uh, a spiel.
1: Except not to next give week. Us a spiel. Oh, Right.
2: You can get in touch with us at mail at as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can find us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the this week's episode page. You can find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. can also find us individually on twitter i am at geekade chris that's geekade k-r-a-s karen is at
1: shoot underscore the underscore moon
2: and evan is at
0: geekade underscore evan
2: If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes, and while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super-duper nice, you can leave us a review, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new every single day, unless Dan Ryan forgets to send it to me. Back to you, Evan.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, (laughs) sir. All right, so Karen, you came up with this idea, right? I did. Okay, so... I'm going to give it like I'm going to say you you chose for our 100th episode that happens to fall within the 31 days of Halloween that we watch an episode of In- Buffy. Indeed. Uh not just any episode of Buffy. Do, do you do you do you have the season and episode number by any chance?
1: Um approximately?
0: <laughs> go ahead
1: uh, We will be watching The 100th episode oh. of Buffy
0: Oh, oh okay So
1: <laughs> The season 5 it, finale Which is probably episode 23 <laughs> uh, Entitled The Gift
0: There we go Ah, oh, That's a good idea I like that idea Proud to be a part of it Alright uh, just a quick note for anybody Thanks. paying attention to us and our website and whatnot and might be a fan, this coming weekend is New York Comic Con, and I personally will be working a booth there where uh, we'll be selling comics and t-shirts and whatnot. Um, it's the Blue Juice booth, table 2254, if I'm not mistaken. Um, swing on by, say Hello. Let me know you listen. I will gladly take a minute and and chat with you guys. Um, But on top of that, what I really wanted to mention is that this year, for the first time, um, Greg Hildebrandt and his wife will be having a booth at New York Comic Con. Now, as geeks, Greg Hildebrandt played a huge role in my life because he and his brother were the artists that did the original Star Wars movie posters. Now, he and his wife come to our, come to my show, Garden State, all the time. Like, they've done every show. And he is one of the nicest human beings I've ever met. And on top of that, amazing art. Now, they have a bunch of specials going on that, that's for at-show stuff. So, I wanted to throw that out there because most of the time his stuff is really expensive. Because it's really super cool. But... There's a bunch of good stuff available at the show, so check him out as well. Uh, I want to say Booth 354, somewhere around there. Big old booth, you'll see it. But like I said, check me out, Blue Juice Comics booth. Check him out at the Spiderweb Gallery booth. And that's all I got. So from all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan.
1: I'm Karen.
2: I'm also Evan. Deal with it. (laughs) Good night.
0: And this concludes our broadcast day.